Hello there, this is Mark Todd, and in my spare time, I love to listen to Tales from the Long Box over and over again. What's up, Facebook world? Easy, isn't it? Uh, I think so. They're looking at Doyle struggling right now. Doyle's what? on the struggle bus. <laughs> so this is the third iteration. Don't die, Doyle, okay? <coughs> and I don't need you to die in my house. Well, I will. <laughs> I'll decrease your property. Who's going to... That. That's all right. I mean, I'm paying high taxes right now, so... <laughs> <laughs> hey, two people watching, whoever you are. One of them's Doyle. I'm never not. At least Doyle didn't Doyle it. <laughs> I Doyled it a few times. It happens. <laughs> so, how's everybody doing? What's up? What's up, Sorrow? I thought, uh, shit, somebody gave us a thumb. Who 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 just did that? Albie. Albie. What's up, Albie? Merry Christmas. I haven't had the chance to look at the video that you made. It's, I've been a little preoccupied with Hope you're not crying. with the colectomy that's about to happen. Yeah, they're gonna cut his guts out. They are. It's yeah, shoot. I have a feeling they're gonna measure it out like a sup, bros. He said long. they're just gonna prolapse. You pull it out. Whoosh, looks probably like foot long. <laughs> they, they are. They are taking a foot out. Hey, Felix and Christy, mm-hmm. a foot of the five feet large intestine. That seems like a lot. I mean, what are they gonna replace yeah. it with? Nothing. They just tie the two ends together. Oh, like a balloon. What do you? What did you want them to replace it with? Like a robotic colon? I just figured replace it with something. Like some kind of just kind of some kind of PVC tube. <laughs> like sausage skin. <laughs> you can't like bend over anymore because you just got like a straight tube and something. <laughs> like ooh ooh, my pipe's moving around. <laughs> your what? My, my pipe. I got some, it's not sexual. I promise. I, I promise got, that's got not some sexual. PVC inside me. It's weird. <laughs> It hurts. Is that a PVP pipe? Are you happy to see me? Hey. It's PVC. Oh, PVC. shit. <laughs> Fuck. It is, in fact. I just don't know why they put that knuckle in it. It's kind of weird. <laughs> oh, it leans the wrong way. And shit. It's just shit off to the left. <laughs> What the fuck is going on right now? I don't know. That'd be awesome. Though, if you had a poo cannon. <laughs> Shit. You did. I mean, you said that happened. Yeah, but that was a natural poo cannon. Like, if you had, like, an actual poo cannon. Just like you could Ugh. run around, just like shoot. Yeah, people. someone's talking shit. Yeah, but like, why do not? Ooh, we got. Oh. <laughs> 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 it's like a potato gun. It's all CO2. Oh, fuck, bro. <laughs> Kaboom. Yeah. Just shit everywhere. Like high velocity turd. Sounds like something that might be in the new Jackass movie. <laughs> no, Steve O did that with Steve Will Do It with a poo in a potato gun. And Steve Will Do It shot him in the face. With uh, him. Gross. He's like, I forgot to realize how much it would go in my ear. Uh, like, uh, buddy. It was dog poop. Uh, so, what did you guys do the last couple weeks aside from this poo cannon? I drove to Kansas City. Oh shit! Was that a comic book convention or like a? It was like a. It was like a little expo thing. It was like one room inside of a hotel. Most of the guys there were just like comic book vendors. So, but I did pretty good. It was a lot of fun. Just people walking around. Yeah. One guy showed me all the poorly painted miniatures he had done ever. I think in his life. Nice. I love that. We like when the talent are super. They're like, hey. He's like, oh, you like Dungeons and Dragons? I was like, yeah. 
He goes, oh, let me show you the miniatures I painted. I was like, okay, cool. He's all, here's one. I was like, oh, that's great. Here's one. Oh, cool. Here's one. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's cool, too. Here's one. Okay. Here's one. All right. Here's one. Have a good day. Here's one. Oh, shit. Should have been like... <laughs> So you like animals? Here's all the cats I have. Here's one. <laughs> oh, man. That, that's, that's good. That is exactly what I'm going to do next time. You want to see all my cats? Here's one. Uh, I went full tilt Christmas the last two weeks. Yeah. I, I love I, I love this time of the year, and so I've just been watching a, a bunch of old Christmas movies. I have – I guess I don't know. I have no real love or hate for Christmas. I love it. Everybody seems to be a little bit nicer. Like I don't, I don't know what it is about this time, this time of the year. I don't know. I feel like that was only true till a couple of years ago. Now it's all like, "How dare you say Christmas to me?" I've not, I've not nice. heard that. Like I hear people uh, talking about it, but I've never actually I don't, heard I don't it. Hear it in person either. But it's just everywhere I look on news or TV or social media, and I'm just like, "Get over it." I've never heard anybody actually be like, I've, "What I've, Christmas?" I've heard it a few times, I've but it's not it rampant. Times. I huh. saw it once at a Starbucks, and it was funny. Where the lady was like, "Where the lady was like, you're not going to say Merry Christmas to me." And the lady behind the counter is like, Merry Christmas, too. <laughs> and she's like, well, I thought you weren't supposed to say that. And the lady's like, that's stupid. Like, of course we can say Merry Christmas. Like, <laughs> say whatever I want, yeah. ma'am. I saw, Welcome I did. Welcome to America. <laughs> what is it, the people that stand outside the, Christ- the United Way? Salvation, Salvation Army. Salvation Army. I did see a total male Karen older, like, 70-year-old guy once flip his lid at one of those people for saying Christmas. And, like, threw their bucket on the ground and was, like, stomping on it. Wow. It's like, it's not Christmas for everyone. Just because you're out here in a Santa costume doesn't mean that this is my religion. Stop, stop, stop. And I'm like, dude, dude hates homeless just, people. Just say, <laughs> just say happy Hanukkah or something back. Like, yeah, I'm just, okay with that. I just try not to talk to people. kind of. I talk to people all the time, and it's just not a th- I I'm not. It's not a thing. Like it's not. Asking me for no. Something. I would say that I see it way more online than I see it in real. Life. Of course, I've only seen it like twice. I see a lot of things way more online than I do but in real life. Unfortunately, <laughs> online is a big part of my existence. Yeah. So that means I got to go through it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't see the. I I only see the virtual war on Christmas. I don't see yeah. the real war on Christmas. Like I said, I see it every once in a while. See, the, Christmas. You know what I really see. Is people that do like DoorDash and stuff that are total dickheads for like no reason. It's like, have you ever ordered delivery and thought to yourself, yeah. man, it is taking them forever? No, like I hardly ever do. Like if I look at it and it says forty five minutes till my delivery comes, I just put my phone down and then I forget about it. You know, I know they're going to get there eventually. I do, unless it never comes. Yeah, I'll never notice how long it took you to get to my house unless it just doesn't come. Because I have had like three occasions with DoorDash where, for some reason, people just kept dropping it. Yeah, and it was like fucking two hours later. And I'm like, usually, really want that sub sandwich? Usually, it's because the restaurant is just so slammed that they're not moving orders out at all. Speaking of, can we all put a stop to what is it? It's not Wing Shack. It's the other Wing place. Wing Stop. Wing Stop. What about them? They just cannot. Have any estimate of when their food's going to be ready? <laughs> Dude, they are like I like wing stuff. I like their wings, but they are. The it's not the quality of food. It's literally not the quality. I've every time I'm like, my employer's like, "Can we get wing stop?" I'm like, "Fuck!" You just want to sit there all day because I'll go in. They'll be like, 
45 minutes to an hour. And I'll go in an hour and 45 minutes after that and sit down, still waiting. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I literally have sat there before for another hour and nobody says anything. Yeah. They're just not talking to you. I'm like, <laughs> bitches, and I want not, my food. And they're not working hard. No. Ever. Like, it's so <laughs> weird. It's the weirdest place I've ever And they're like, new to. chicken thighs are fantastic. I've never had their thighs. Yeah, they so I never had their thighs They beat yet. their... Their wings by a mile. Huh. But again. Juicy as fuck. You just never can get them. <laughs> <laughs> they're back there with the fucking shaman cutting up the chicken. No, it's because when you look back there, there's like a 17-year-old dude, a 16-year-old chick, it looks like. And like nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. And they're just like making wings. Their manager literally just will sit there and watch them drown. Yeah. And like not help them. I told that story where I saw a guy came in with like he had ordered... I guess it was like a hundred Parmesan or whatever wings. And they gave him like 50 knot. I don't know the whole story. It was not him, but he walks in. He's like, this isn't what I ordered. And they're like, oh, well, if we take it back, we'll put Parmesan like a sauce on. And he was like, no, you make me new ones. And the guy just like hugs it up against the Jesus. wall. And I, they were like, okay. Well, I mean, you probably waited five <laughs> yeah. hours for him, man. Like, I don't think I've ever, like, I, I, I think when it comes to shit like that, it's just like, hey, like unless it's like beyond fucked up, I've I don't know that uh, the last time I sent food back, like oh fuck, I asked for no tomatoes, they put tomatoes Literally, on my shit. I'm just gonna take in them a off. Like it's I fine. I have sent food back. Tw- well, I've complained twice. Once because I just never got my food, <laughs> and it was my birthday with like 15 people, and they and just like everybody but you got your. Food. And we brought it up like 30 times, yeah. and my food never came. <laughs> so at the end of that, I was like, "Fuck you guys!" Like, like this is all gonna be free. And it was. And the other other time was Doug's Diner, dude. Jesus. That place is overrated. I don't even know what that is. It's downtown. downtown. Everybody says it's fantastic. It's garbage. I go there with my sister. I get this skillet plate. It's supposed to be like chorizo, potatoes, or like hash browns, eggs, whatever. Any of the hash browns are not cooked. They're basically raw potatoes. They cut up. I shit you not, an entire red, it had to be, an entire red onion, not diced, like thick, slice cut, <laughs> just threw it in there raw. Which, we, red onion's like super strong, raw flavor. Yeah. So I take like three bites, I'm like, this is just red onion. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's raw. And I go to send it back, and the waiter, I'm not making fun of it, he's like some mousy gay guy, little 100 pound gay kid, and he's just... Dumb. She's like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to take it back. I'm like, just take it back. <laughs> and he takes it. Yeah. It. He takes it back, and I hear the chef. He, how is it not? It's cooked. I said out myself. I know it's cooked. And I'm like, well, I guess I get no food. <laughs> and then the other waitress tries to make him cook it again, and he does. I'm like, but well, I can't trust that. After, <laughs> yeah. After this dude's like freaking out loud enough that I can hear him in there. Yeah. And then so I go to complain when I leave. I don't know what Doug's Diner is doing. Again, I'm not trying to like belittle it, but they have like the most giant transsexual man, woman up front or female. I don't know if she's a f- man transition to be a female or a female transition to be a male because I just really honestly could not tell and I wasn't going to ask because it was already a crazy question. <laughs> but I right. go to complain and she was completely gives a shit less either. She was just like, well, I guess it's just, it says it has red onions in it. And I was like, it didn't say it was red onions. Like, I want to play. <laughs> But like, so I will some, never go to Doug's Diner again. Yeah. Like, that place is garbage. I've had bad experiences there twice. Not because of the service, because the food's just not great. Like, And breakfast food is like the easiest fucking food in the world to make. We've gone to Village Inn 
the last few times. Oh, it's so good. I love, I love that place. I don't know why. It is my number one suggestion so when we DoorDash at work. Everybody's like, DoorDash? I'm like, Village Inn? I didn't want to go to Village Inn. They never fuck up our order. It's always good. And they have everything. Yeah, it's like, every time we order anywhere else. You want pancakes? Cool. We order anywhere else, it's always fucked up. We order Village Inn, it's always good. I love the Village Inn. That's true. I, I don't think I've ever had a bad meal at a Village Inn. Uh, man. No. It's good. I get the you same thing every time. I like is uh, uh, Country Inn. Yeah. On 8th. And then... Uh, I don't think I've ever been there either. Paragon. Paragon's great. They're, Country Inn's effectively the exact same I think thing. I've only been there once. It's good. It's really good. Their menu's hilarious <laughs> because it's like, you know, 65 pages long and just Jesus. like chock full of typos. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's... It's just like, too, like you can oh. get blueberry pancakes. You know? <laughs> the odd. ranch on Eighth Ave too is really good. Same people on that. Do they? Yep. Is that the one with the big fucking horse on it? No, or Alf, that's about- Rancho Oh, okay. That's on the other side of Eighth. The ranch has like I think the best smothered burrito, breakfast burrito in Greeley. Huh. And it's not because it's hot or authentic. It's just like it's just really good. It's just like a bomb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like that fucking big for like seven dollars. In case you're wondering, he's holding up the average size of his turds. <laughs> they saw it. Yeah, but it's also just like the meat's cooked, the potatoes are cooked, the tortillas good, green chili's like it's good. good. It's not yeah, great. It's not great. It's not. Horrible. I love cheap diner food. Me too. I love cheap diner I do too, because it doesn't make me, like, people say, like, love Santiago. Santiago's fucks me up when I eat there. I, lo- I love their, I, I love the, well, the only thing I've ever gotten there is a, is a breakfast burrito with, with a carne asada and chicharron, because their chicharron yeah. is crispy as fuck when they put it in there. I, I love that. Yeah, food. yeah. What I, oh, okay, there's another random complaint I have about my own culture. How come Mexican food, chicharron, you can either get really crunchy chicharron, which is great, or slime turds. Yeah, I don't. Which is disgusting. Tri- for me, and you never know what you're going to get when you order it <laughs> you anywhere. You're just like, for me, tri- tripe is the same way. I, I don't really. That's why I don't like menudo that much because the tripe in menudo is just really funky. Tripe doesn't even make the menudo for me. It's, do they use trotters or no trotters? I haven't, had, I haven't had very many menudo places that use trotters. No, not, they should. Not at restaurants. It's it adds too, a whole new flavor, like a whole different level of flavor like to it. Like grandmas do that. Yeah. Restaurants yeah. don't do that. Huh? Way good. Now all I, I, f- I haven't eaten shit. all day, so all I want to do is fucking eat. <laughs> You're like, uh, uh, can we keep talking about food, guys? <laughs> Mexicans eat weird shit. I'm fine with it, but yeah. We went to the Rodizio the other day and got the meat sweats. It was fucking fantastic. They're so good. And fucking Red Lobster's doing their all-you-can-eat fucking shrimp right now. Ugh, another place I'd love to go during bread, during shrimp time. One you time. know, Red Lobster's really not that bad. I don't think it's that bad. One time I went to Red Lobster for all-you-can-eat shrimp. It was probably like 10, 15 years ago. And like, seriously, like an hour and a half in, the waitress is like, you want another <laughs> I've always been treated oh, real nice you, there. Dude, I was there for Yeah, we weren't like McGregoring it at the Red Bull. <laughs> we didn't come to participate. We came to take over. <laughs> Just thaw out the freezer. Thaw <laughs> out the freezer. That dude's leg is destroyed. Oh, shit. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't do too many. I guess I caught up on the Wheel of Time. I'm still digging Wheel of Time. Um, I watched a single episode. I, I watched. Uh, I really I dug it. Canto. That was really good. 
I don't, oh yeah, me too. So yeah. did we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did we. What's Encanto? It's a uh, the new Disney movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like she thing. doesn't get her powers. Yeah. Everybody else gets powers. And then I watched the. I've caught. A, I finished the Lost Symbol, which was the Robert Langdon series that they had going on, which I really liked too. You know, it's uh, crazy to me. I just saw it today in advertisement for Apple TV. There's a whole sloth of TV we don't even watch. What do you mean? There were so many good looking shows on that that I was like that show looks badass and I've never even fucking heard of it before because <laughs> it's on Apple TV yeah I'm like what are they they're making good shit over there are they huh like high expensive shit like and it looks good that's crazy I like the last symbol I thought it was good I don't know if you guys dig the other stuff that they do like but I've, I've all enjoyed it yeah. And demons. yeah I've enjoyed no, all I of did. them I watched a, I've been watching a few shows like that are like that not the movie but I don't know. I've been going through like old shit. I watched all of the Purge movies and both seasons. Of I did that last the month. Or actually, uh, I watched both seasons of the TV show too. Or I did that really over good, October man. into November. I did that. Like it's very, like it's really effective social commentary on top of being like a really exciting action movie. So yeah. like, I just didn't like the the first prequel or like the the first Purge. Well, I did like it. It was just way too black superhero. I like I like all. There was too superhero. It wasn't even that black. They were just like they're, they, they're superheroes. Kind of like, uns- I don't he understand. He was kind of an unstoppable machine. Hmm. That movie. His like whole crew was until they got taken out by drones. Yeah, <laughs> they're all like front flipping like <laughs> <laughs> against like trained like SWAT guys. I'm like, this is not how this would go down. <laughs> I still like it. It's a good movie. It was, it was I enjoyed okay. the, was just the very first one, but that's the only one I've ever watched. They're good. They're, they're all worth. Good. They're, I think they're all, even that one. I think still worth watching. It still has good moments. Like it's still an overall good movie. Forever Purge was really interesting. Like they all they all have something really interesting to say, which right. is kind of cool. Forever Purge, I think, would realistically happen far sooner than it happened in the first in the movie series because it happens like eight ten years in or something like yeah, that. I think that's happened like year three. Like yeah, real Purge stories where it's like <laughs> people are like we can just fucking keep doing this. <laughs> And that's kind of what the TV show is about, too. Huh. The first season is about um, kind of some people surviving Purge Night. And the second season is, like, uh, a different group of people. They all survive, like, Purge Night in the first episode. And then the rest of the season is about their year building up to the next uh-huh. Purge. And, like, one dude... Basically, like they're learning that there's they say the purge helps you relieve all this, you know, violence out of you, but what it's actually doing is causing people to be more violent and to like be incapable of like separating like you know reality from fiction and stuff like that. The violence part of the purge would not like have any appeal to me, but the like potentially not having to work the rest of the year would have mass appeal to me. And that's also what the second season <laughs> yeah, is so partially about. These guys are bank robbers, but they're only bank robbers on purge time. <laughs> yeah. So if they get away with it, it that's some matter. shit I would be trying to figure out. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd be like, hey, well, you get in the way, you get in the way. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here for greenbacks. <laughs> I ain't trying to kill nobody. I just want my money. You don't get paid enough to really care about this. <laughs> so... Oh, it's good. It's good stuff. I really like it. I didn't really do much of anything else. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I've been sick all week, so I've just been like binge watching shit. But I was watching like Supernatural and Stargate SG One, shit I've already seen. So I was falling asleep through half of it because I'm on drugs through everything. 
I love SG One. SG One is the most mindless show of mindless shows that I still really do love. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to figure out what we're talking about next. I do love that they are something I've been looking into a lot. Is that they at least say that they understand why Star Trek has been failing, and they say the right things, and hopefully they are actually going to make the right show. So they're going back to before Kirk. I forget the guy's name off the top of my head. Scott Bakula? No. It's after oh. Bakula. He's in the Discovery once. I know his name. I just can't think of it. He's the captain. He's the first captain of... The, the SS Minnow? No. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. I just can't think I do, too. Of I just can't think of it. I don't know who you're talking about because I don't Star Trek. Yeah, that's because you're weird. <laughs> I don't know how you can be a nerd without some Star Trekking. <laughs> Just a little star tracking. <laughs> so, this is what, I, what, in my opinion, and I think a large majority of the internet's opinion of people who like Star Trek have been failing. Star Trek has to be Christopher Pike. Yeah, Christopher Pike has to be an episodic show mm-hmm. at its heart. You can't have a show that has a running theme like Discovery. It's just not Star Trek. As cool as you ever make it. It's never Star Trek. Because like, it they, be the you want to see a new planet and a yes. new alien every episode. And it has to be overall, like, positive. Like, there has to be a positive outlook to what's going on. And that's not in there. And, like, every episode basically has to have a lesson. Or it, like, yeah. doesn't feel like a Star Trek episode. And the ship and family have to be a cohesive cast member in my opinion to where everything about like if the ship's getting destroyed it's important if the ship's getting messed up it's important the ship and the crew rely like equally on each on other each other yeah and like in the movies and the show they just disrespect the hell out of the ships they're like they don't care <laughs> like they just don't care about the ideals of the federation that, i think that's the weirdest thing to me is that they in deference to like making a more gritty action-packed show yeah. they like totally ignore like the spirit that star trek's written in I think they did okay with Picard because something like that could happen to an organization where they lose sight of things. Right. And you have but this it's like super important that they try that they're yeah, trying to get back to it. Exactly. Like whereas in Discovery it's just like it doesn't exist. They got like special ops crap going on, like all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So it's like I don't know, I just didn't like it. Yeah. I don't know. I liked it, but I didn't <laughs> like it really as Star Trek, I don't think. I like the new season. I think they're getting they're getting back on track. Nice. But yeah, again, it's just not Star Trek. It's like, why changing Klingons, making them weird? <laughs> They're already weird. Making them weirder. <laughs> yeah. Their language sounds cool, though, the way they have it, like, all mixed weird and stuff. Phonetically bizarre. I hate everything you guys just said. That's fair. But I feel like if you go back to that, well, that's also why I like Stargate SG-1, because Stargate SG-1 is the same thing. Yeah. Stargate SG-1 to me was like a Star Trek show. Like, it's like Alien of the Week. Like, well, it's episodic. Yeah. So like the Stargate in itself is a character. Mm-hmm. In fact, like the Stargate itself is in trouble in multiple episodes. <laughs> yeah. And like you, everything is getting to me. Like you could straight up just call that Star Trek. Like SG-1. on on the planet. <laughs> planet track. Yeah. But <laughs> FYI, I, love, I, I know that I'm saying Star Trek. That's a joke to me. Yes. Yeah. I don't think we did any year-end wrap-up last year. I thought we did. I thought we did. It doesn't look like it. i got to go back to 19. Is your wife giving us the boot? No, no, no. My my kids are going to sleep. No, I was like, we can take the boot. 
No, no, no. You're good. My kids are going to sleep. Um. So we do favorite trailer. That's what I was. That's what I was trying to find. Trailer, TV show, movie, and comic. Trailer, TV show, movie, comic. Was there one more thing? I don't think so. I've read a few comics this year. I've been pretty comic like this whole year. I think that's it. More than a few. Towards the beginning of the year, I was reading quite a bit. Oh, last in nineteen, we did our favorite PCC as well. Oh, okay. That we had covered that year. year. Yeah. So, I uh, I read a lot of books this year because I got Audible. I've listened to a lot of books this year. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, can't say I've read. I've read a few books, but you know what? That is one thing that I did this week that was really really awesome. Uh, Stephen Fry. Uh, um, he's Philip like, Fry. No. Stephen <laughs> I, like, I'm going to mention it again because, like, I don't want to forget this, but Stephen Fry has these books called the Mythos series. And I hear pray tell they're amazing. Yeah. And he, he does the narration on Audible. Mm. So it's like, it's in his kind of like really jokey tone and stuff like that. But it's cool because, like, I've learned a ton about Greek mythology, which, like, I thought. Have you? I, no, I thought I knew quite a bit about it, but, like, I actually know like a ton more about it now and he do you he, he does it in such a way that like it it's genuinely super entertaining like you know so i can't remember if it was last year or year before last when neil gaiman came out with the norse mythology book it's very similar to that okay. like in tone where like the stories when they need to be serious are very serious, but when they're funny, they're funny. Right. You know, because that's how mythology is. Like it's a you know, sometimes it's a giant joke. Like they portray he portrays Zeus as like this total slut, like because Zeus is always like banging on people. Oof. You know, Hera is like kind of a shrew, but it's like with good reason, because like her husband's a total sleaze bag. <laughs> like, you know Easy. When uh <laughs> like just a lot of the stories are really funny and a lot of the stories are <laughs> like they're just really interesting because like you know them so but that, you don't know them i don't know it's it's kind of weird there's like, a what, sorry it just goes off of your book what you're saying about zeus but you can keep going. one of one of the stories is like very much so um it's about i can't remember her name but she falls in love with the god eros and he can't reveal that he's a god to her, and she's not allowed to see him. So it's like very Beauty and the Beast, mm. okay? But also at home, she has like two really jealous sisters that when she goes to visit them are like super cruel to her, where it's very Sleeping Beauty, or Cinderella, I mean. So it, it's like the precursors to like all these other fairy tales, like wrapped up in one story from like literally fifteen hundred years before any of that came out. Hmm. It's it's really neat how like, and he he does a lot of stuff with the the etymology of the words, where like this is somebody's name and this is what it means, and this is why we call this chemical and this animal and this thing with those prefixes, right. like. So you're learning a ton about language, you're learning a ton about Greek mythology, and it's, like, wicked entertaining. Like, so this it, is, like, trying to be truthful history. 
A little bit. No, I mean it is just Greek mythology. Like, but okay, it's because so, like Neil Gaiman like wrote like a fictional book that has. So mythology. did you say Neil Diamond? Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. This like follows Greek mythology, but then it takes like the real world aspects of it and like ties them in together. Like it's really weird. It's like it's a way of taking these fictional stories and they create this world that mingles with Other our world. Hmm. It's like fiction and non-fiction all wrapped together. Like, it's... I don't know. It's super fucking cool. Like, <laughs> it's a really neat way to approach it. And, like, it's cool because Hannah's loving it. And so, like, Hannah's learning all this Greek mythology. Nice. And, like... That's cool. Yeah. Like, she learned about Ganymede today, like, which is a story I didn't even know. Like, and he's, um... Uh, the cupbearer in the Zodiac. What is that? Aquarius, maybe? I don't, I don't know. know. The Zodiacs. Yeah, but Aquarius. like... Yeah, it's super cool. <laughs> Aquarius. <laughs> so, yes. Favorite movie. Favorite TV show. Favorite trailer. Favorite comic book. And then our favorite PCC. Nice. All right, bitches. Yeah. Aquarius. <laughs> Aquarius. <laughs> oh, but like, speaking on that, this book series called um, Paternus, it's totally fictional. Mm. But because I've always thought that too, that like how weird that it was, like Zeus would like be a bull and like fuck another bull and be like, he <laughs> fucks another human. It's kind of bizarre to me. Be a human and fuck a bull. <laughs> yeah, but they explain this. Paternus is like a story about like gods and humans interacting. And he, the main char- god character, is actually technically Zeus. And it explains his whole backstory, and it makes all of that mating and shit make sense. Hmm. Like, he just... Because basically the world starts coming into being with him just there. And he doesn't have physical form, and he doesn't even know who he is, where he came from, how he got there. Right. And his physical form just slowly morphs over the ages until, like, he, like, finds this dragon-esque thing, the dinosaur, and he becomes one of it and has a relationship with this other female, and right. her firstborn child is like a god, essentially. And what's hmm. crazy, too, is like the Greek gods are like the third generation of like beings on the yeah. earth. Like, it's really... And that's how this is, too. There yeah. are... There are titans there were and- titans and shit like that, too, and then his children with like the first versions of all these animals... When his body was just naturally doing this, like he was actually falling in love with this thing because it just, yeah. he just became it, become the gods. Right. And they're in that story. It's totally fictional. It's not what you're doing. It's not like facts. But this guy did put like, you can t- tell a shit ton of research That's into cool. it. That's cool. That sounds really cool, man. And it's a cool trilogy book of Audible you can get. There's a three book of called, them. There's a book called Circe that's really like that, too. That's about that character from Greek mythology. And it's told like more like a serious fictional story. Yeah. So. And then a lot of cool stuff I've suggested it before, but it's in the same vein. The Harbinger of Doom series on Audible, like people should. What's up, Chelsea? If you like D anD D, if you like fiction, if you like sword and sorcery and gods and stuff like that, it's one of the coolest stories ever. Nice, that sounds awesome. And it's like thirteen books long, and you get the first three in like one, like one one point or whatever. And it's not even are. done. Yeah, but like essentially, and it just flips. What's it it's called it's called uh, the first one is the Harbinger of Doom. I'm, I'm re-listening to it for like the third time. I'm like on the fourth book. They're not crazy long. They get to be like eight hours each. Right. But essentially, That's not it's, that bad. it's flipping the idea. Chelsea just says, hello. Hello. <laughs> it's taking the idea that God, who has a different name in these books, 
but he is like the god. God. What crazy. And his archons, like his archangels that were with him, some of them stayed with him and some of them turned against him. And they, Satan, who is the devil, we think of as the devil, and the people in the world think of as the devil too, is actually a good guy. And he is like ridding the world of like God's crazy shit that he did. And like he, it, the whole. Sounds like Gnosticism, like almost exactly. Yeah, but it's just written really fan, like high fantasy. Yeah, that's And really awesome. well. Hmm. And like so. It is definitely. I mean, there's there's people who've had people have prosed this idea before, but yeah, absolutely. <laughs> for like literally thousands. But there aren't like gnomes and trolls and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like fucking cool to listen. Like this book is like cool. Like, you can listen to it if you're. It'll it'll captivate you. Like to me, like a movie does. Like huh. the the writing is super good. Nice. That sounds awesome, man. And, like it goes on forever. I have one more suggestion since we're talking about Audible. To sleep in a sea of stars. If you like very in, very in detail books already, but I want to double check. You should read this book. It's a. It has cool things I've never thought about before in a science fiction book, and it's like say it one more time. To sleep in a sea of stars. If you like Venom, it's a basically a Venom esque story. Hmm. She finds an alien symbiote that becomes one with her, and they there's a whole. Shit ton of things that happen. He venomizes her. Oh, and it's written by the dude that wrote um, Aragorn. Aragorn or yeah, Aragon or whatever. This book is far better than Aragon, in my opinion. Yeah, but like, I mean, yeah. he's been a talented writer literally since he was 16. True. Like, <laughs> and literally, like, if you like I don't detail, know if I have any talents that I've there's had probably since I was 16. three hours at the end of this book that explain to you how there's. Light speed travel works. How their ships do things. That obviously totally bogus. Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> right. But, Otherwise, we would be doing that. But it's just like it was crazy to me that he did that. Like the story wraps up, and it's like, and you want to know how the science works in my world? And it's just like <laughs> that's really cool. Take you to school for three hours. Not really, sir. It's actually pretty interesting. That's cool. But that's I mean, cool. it obviously is fake. I don't have time to fucking read. You know, this That's is audio. These are audio I listen books. to them. Like, I listen to them when I'm driving around. Me too. It's like on my way to work, on my way back from work. If I'm working and I don't have to pay 100% attention, I'll just. What's put up, it in. two people, whoever you are? But yeah, those three books are really good. Nice. Nice. I don't think I, really I, don't think I did any. Yeah. Oh, I, was, I keep up on that ridiculous show. Oh, what is that? It's is like, that like Ghost Hunter like, kind yeah, of shit? It's like 20-year-olds, and they go into giant buildings and fucking freak themselves out. It's hilarious. I don't think we have anything going on right now. Meredith for Side ended. What else do we watch? We'll Young Sheldon. We watch Dead. Young Sheldon. I have not caught up with Walking Dead. Or for uh, the other one, The World Beyond, that ended. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched I'm that. I'm not caught up with that. Because that's what I've heard. I've heard a few people say that it's a lot better this season because it wraps up. The beginning of it was far better than the first season. Mel decided that she wanted to watch all the Marvel stuff in chronological order. So we're like about halfway through Agent Carter right now, too. I'm watching Dexter. I really like it. No, I I love. I'm just said the breadth of what you have to watch is is a lot. (laughs) But it's been really fun so far. I'm watching the new Dexter. It's pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah, we pro- we posed that for the show the other last time. Completely uninterested in that. <laughs> I would be if we were talking about going back and watching the old ones. I like how they did something new with it. 
Because the old one was like Monster of the Week, but it was like Murder of the Week. It's like <laughs> him just like hacking people away, getting away with it, or like slowly someone catches on to him and then someone has to die that's good for him to keep going. <laughs> and this one, he hasn't killed anybody for 10 years and he's not very good at it anymore. And the whole first season is about him like fumbling around trying to keep his secret because they're just almost discovering him in every episode <laughs> of the one murder. He's yeah. like, fuck, how did I not do that? <laughs> so bad at this now. <laughs> yeah. It is kind of interesting. No, it's funny. I think we're good. Otherwise, yeah. Like like we would to reiterate, so the next set would be our year-end shit. Yeah. So favorite movie, favorite TV show, favorite comic book, favorite trailer, and favorite PCC from 2020. 21. Sure. Correct. You should text all that, too. Yeah. No, I will. I will. I will. Are we doing this for those of us that have them, or no? Or yes. Yeah, because uh, my wife and her sister have gifts for each other as well. Okay. I got you, so it was not, okay. it was not Tam. One, so. Who got Jude? So Gabe got Jude? No, I'm so sorry, Gabe. Screwed. We'll get you something. Oh, I don't I'll care. get you something, Gabe. It's important. So, yeah. so Tim got Just you? don't die. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Merry Christmas. Oh, my shit. <laughs> That's I would have completely forgot about that again. Yay, my shit. <laughs> Look at Gabe Gustav. Shit. 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 shit, shit I bought a couple months ago. Shit I bought like five years ago. That's awesome. Mel's been asking where this comes at for like a month. I, I don't like, know. I don't know. I don't know. Sitting on my I know that's my <laughs> own fault. That's my own fault. Take us out, Gabe. Take us out. Oh yeah, uh, be sure to check us out. Uh, TOTLB.com, Facebook.com slash Thinking Outside the Long Box, Patreon.com slash TOTLB, YouTube.com slash Thinking Outside the Long Box. Sometimes there's midgets. They get banged by Michael Kirk, but now he's dead. Nine seven zero five seven three. Sorrow. Sorrow's doing our next sketches for our Patreons. Oh nice. Thank you, Sorrow. Sorrow Hung. What did you say? I said, oh. Oh, I thought you said boo. <laughs> I was like, you don't like Sorrow? No, I just said, oh. No, he's awesome. He's a good guy. He's I like Sorrow. Yeah. All right. Anyway, until next time, I've been Gabe. I'm Doyle. I'm Juan. Bye. Tim died. <laughs> I don't think he died. Jurassic Park. Da na na Ah!